Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining me. Please do consider liking, subscribing, doing the tea and toast thing where you tweet me at tea and toast. And today we're going to be talking about um, PC versus Mac. Um, if this is for you and this interests you, then, well, let's get into this. Well, that was a very rusty um, introduction there. Wow. I've, I, I remembered that I didn't do that on the first one. Um, and I just forgot what it was like to do podcasts. And I've been away for, is it three weeks? No, I think it's two weeks. But yeah, I'm kind of back trying to talk about various digital things. And one of the things that I did promise you, um, amongst the many, was PC versus Mac, which sounds like a very old debate. And the number of times that we hear that argument, we think, really, what's going on? However, um, I remember there was a time where I was looking at stocks and shares and AMD Athlon, the processing chip company, um, were doing really, really well. And the reason for that was because there's a lot more technology out there being built. And actually, they are one of the leaders. And there are there are actually only a few um, chip processing companies, and they need to process things for everything. And when I say everything, what I mean is um, everything from computers, laptops to your average Alexa device. Uh, you probably know why I whispered that. And also, like your fridge, apparently, is smart now. Maybe not yours particularly, because mine is not smart. It's very not smart. Um, but smart fridges and smart this and smart TVs all have processing chips in it. So actually, the PC um, processing chips are getting better as they are being produced. And they are needing to get smaller as well as um, process more. And that kind of has a knock-on effect, I suppose. So PCs are getting uh, a lot better and i for whatever reason have been looking at buying um and quoting for a pc and it's because the systems at work are related to that the ecosystem of just using um microsoft so it means having a pc would fit in and be better and having a mac actually with the m1 processor would be amazing and the m1 processor is quite good like really really good and when you get a really good pc for some reason they compare and they're quite balanced i think the problem there is that macs are really not that great uh they're really great at so many things uh, but other than just doing that, I think there's a limit on video and certain things that I've noticed. Uh, and I feel like the processing power goes up, which means the temperatures go up. And this is why if you're doing video work in particular, or you're doing heavy gaming, you would never do it on um, the apples because you would end up going to like a desktop instead of a laptop. And then you would make that jump. However, for me, I feel like I need to... Um, on any role, job, teen toes, social enterprise, whatever I'm doing requires a computer, but I prefer the laptop. I like that I can pick it up and move somewhere else. And I'm sure that if we remember back to the pandemic 2020, um, 
the fact that you can pick up your laptop and move it because you need to go to a more private room to have your Zoom, whatever conversation, that's helpful. Now, if I was logging around a great big um, M1 processing, what is it, a Mac desktop, whatever it's called, that, that, that would just not work. And the same for PC. However, the PCs are now really, really good. Uh, and I think what I would do is I would just kind of, if I were you deciding on what computer to buy, I would look at what ecosystem you're buying into. So coming back to my experience of education, I can see quite clearly that there are two types of um academy trusts and this sounds sort of obvious to say but there is the type that likes microsoft and there is the type that likes google and that's really strange but it's kind of true no one really likes apple computers but we instead look at the systems so the systems at work are like the apple uh, sorry not apple but the microsoft side of things which is microsoft office uh, which automatically for some reason brings out the PC in us and when we talk about Microsoft we somehow always think PC because all laptops at a PC have Microsoft running on them uh, as an operating system as well as they might also have Outlook and all of the other PowerPoint Word kind of things. Now Mac have got their own version of those things so it wouldn't be maybe as wise to go for that as a system because people still do use and actually everyone uses word documents um no one doesn't use them and mac kind of create created its own and by having a conversion so you can open the doc x means actually the the old school softwares and apps that microsoft offers are very relevant so if you're going to be a mac user you need to buy into that system completely um but it is but it is flexible which is really beautiful that mac was able to do that i think the google products and adobe products in particular adobe as well actually um they seem to fall quite nicely and neatly into that bundle where you're able to say okay i'm gonna get a mac because i'm gonna be doing x number of things however the reason for the conversation is because Actually, it's not that straightforward. So what I discovered recently was the laptop I've got allows me to do multiple things. And I remember the older, oh, when was it now? 20, feels like a 2010, 2008 kind of a laptop, a MacBook that as time grew on, I didn't have the 8 megabyte RAM. So even inserting that, um, would be helpful, but the processing power was now depleted somewhat. So then buying this 2018 13-inch um, screen MacBook Pro was really helpful because it meant that I was I had this touch bar, which is amazing. But also the touch bar wasn't just great, but the processing chip and the power that it had was really good. <clears throat> and it means I can open more than one Adobe software at once. If we're looking at PC, then the the iCore sevens are definitely um, where it's at, um, and I wouldn't get any less than uh, i sevens. 
Um, there is another card, and I can't remember if I was more of an expert, it'd just roll off my tongue, but there's a Raiden card or a Raiden. Uh, I was looking at these recently, and these are relatively new in some ways, but they are massively powerful. And I think they pose an opposition in the sense that I would still use an i i7 chip if I had to pick PC, but then the Rise Ryzen, I remember now, that's why it was weird. Raiden used to be and Raiden used to be an old graphics card, but Ryzen is the new um processing power. And the Ryzen is fine, it's really good. Um and it seems like you can compare it to um other laptops. Um but it feels like it's got a slightly more advanced system that kind of advanced chip that people might lean towards if they were um, over optimizing their desktop because they were going to do games. So it feels like it airs on the side of gaming, um, mainly because I think it handles the higher end of processing and ray tracing. And um, when you see the video brightness, it kind of seems to handle some of them a little bit better. So it feels like Ryzen being a new chip to me because I've not looked for PC computers for a long time, uh, like decades, it feels like. And when I then saw that chip, I was like, oh, you know, it, things have come a long way. And actually the iCore 7s, I feel like aren't as powerful as M1s, but they're still bloody good. And they're still, they actually probably are on par with um, the M1 in a MacBook Pro laptop. But if you were getting like a desktop MacBook, then obviously they, they would be the M1 Max Pro, whatever they call them chips, and those would be better than the PC then. But the iCore 7 on the on PCs are really, really good. And they're really helpful uh, because on a basic level, you're allowed to kind of do a number of things. For me, the go-to is, can you get Adobe software? Can you get four or five Adobe softwares? And can you open two up? And typically the two that you might use are the AI Illustrator and PS or PSD, which is Photoshop. And I would probably suggest maybe swapping one of those out for Premiere as well to do a test. Uh, and in my head, I know that some very bottom lines of sort of 250 um, SSD kind of hard drives, when you look, when you hear that, you straight away know that computer's good, it's all right for a whole bunch of stuff, but actually it doesn't. I stand up too well when it comes to two things uh, together. So Illustrator Photoshop side by side for me didn't really work all too well. And then if we had the fact that we're going to swap one of those for with Premiere, pardon the bang noise there, uh, then the Premiere one is like, oh, okay, well, now you really killed my computer and it just didn't really work. And I think, so the the bang noise there was just me grabbing the Dell computer that I've got um, for other work purposes and looking at, I'm looking at the bottom because I actually don't know what it exactly is inside it, but um, the Latitude uh, 5580 is the, the Dell um, version that I've got, which I suppose is standard and okay. Um, but yeah, not, not what I would use for creative purposes. I think that I tend to err towards Mac because it feels like I know that the 
there is a kinship between uh, Google and Adobe software when they meet Apple, they seem to um, be better. They seem to work more efficiently. I just seem to have a better experience on them than I would do on um, a Microsoft like PC computer. computer. Uh, and I think once you've gone on both of them, um, you will see those kind of differences. And what's interesting is like it's just the way the Mac is built to look different. And I think some of the, the visuals are a little bit rounder and less boxier, sound obvious. But then some of the bits for, for example, when I look at Outlook, uh, it looks okay on there, but it still feels a little bit like I'm managing a system that's 20 years old. And no, uh, apologies, because Outlook is really good. Um, it's just very different to Gmail. So I would rather receive Gmail, but then even Gmail looks different on a PC and looks better. And trust me, Outlook looks better on a, a Mac as well. Um, it just really baffles me, the whole thing. And that small things like that for me um, seem to add up. And one thing that I've used on Mac was the, I can't remember what it's called now, but the like spaces was what they used to call them. Uh, and if you've got four fingers on the touchpad and you just, you, you gesture them up, this might not work for you actually, if you've changed the gestures, but um, you can create other desktops. So I would have a desktop just for browsing. I could create another desktop that's got like five different things open. And I tend to have like a third desktop that has um, personal stuff that's opposite to work or podcast only, or, you know, you can set out these different desktops, which then takes up processing power. And a Mac handles that really well. What I've found is that the loading time of that, those desktops on a PC, firstly, wow, PC have pulled it off. Uh, but the way that you use that, the usability of it is way off. So I feel like the PC does lose on that side. Um, but still does the same as Mac. It's just that it's different. And I think devil's advocate here, you just have to pick one and use it because everyone's going to have a different preference. Ultimately, it just comes down to cost for me because I should be able to use any. And that's really honestly the way I feel is we shouldn't have to pick Mac over PC. We should be able to look at the specifications. And honestly, there are some some really good ones that cost sort of under the 1500 mark that i call seven pcs uh, laptops that do a real good job and match in in cases do better than the m1 processing chip on the macbook pro and that's kind of where it's at and you're okay to do that i think one thing that i did get disappointed at with and i feel like I'm getting at PC a little bit, but because I've used this slightly um, clunkier version of the Dell computer, um, I've not got a very fast sort of version, but if you've got a fast running decent processor, then you could load up the Illustrator and Photoshop side by side. However, on my one, what I, what I witnessed was having to do some short animation work, some short video editing work, and it just took forever for me to load or my apologies to open from scratch open uh, premiere or photoshop and the average load time for me was 20 seconds plus and i was just really annoyed um and i went over to my mac to complete the work and i was able to get to the files quite easily luckily so that just kind of meant 
yeah, I'm going to give it a try. So I gave it a crack, and in about five seconds, that had opened up. Like the Illustrator and Photoshop just opened. And I think that's the need for looking at getting a, a new computer. Um, and I think on that note, I guess what I'm saying is all of these things are tools and you just need to pick one and pick what your preference is. For me personally, I, the reason why I air towards Max personally is because I know that I need that for a longer period of time. So the Mac will stand the test of time more than a PC. And the best and the only real kind of thing that I can tell you that makes sense to that and shed light on that is the fact that that Mac will hold the value and you can resell that and it, you will have to sell it for a lesser price, obviously, um, but not a massive amount. Whereas if you've got a PC, then let's say three to five years down the line, definitely five years, you would be looking at hundreds of pounds, you know, that that would have gone down and down because PC processing chips are constantly being put into those chips, whereas the, there's less less development, but more powerful development, I suppose, through the MacBook uh, or the Apple kind of processing chips. So I feel like the two systems of making chips are different and it and the way that Apple manages its computers means they do retain the value. Whereas PCs are coming from lots of different companies. So the processing power and all these other elements within it and the RAM, the SSD are always changing and being improved because they each company needs to compete with each other. So when they do in about five years time, that PC will be cheaper and be more obsolete. Now, personally, as I've repeated a couple of times here, I don't think you would have picked up on it, but what I am stressing to you is personally, I would pick um, Mac Pro. However, if I felt like the systems and some things were in place for a PC, and if I was business savvy and I had a team, then I think that I would con consider getting um, a whole bunch of laptops uh, or a whole bunch of PCs because by the time they depreciate in value, the theory behind this is that in in terms of business, on your accounts, you can depreciate your value and you can do that um, with added percentage each year on year. So then you would be able to budget and phase out that bit of tech and then allow yourself to buy in a new bit. And I might be completely wrong when I'm talking about business here because I'm definitely more of a digital person, but when you then have the percentage of depreciation on your books um, that does justify that that exists but that you can write it off and that you can get um, something else and that means that you've kind of if that computer is still good you still got it but you've got a good solid reason and business case for a new one as well so looking at the business aspect of depreciating value would be an interesting angle to take when you're considering adopting and buying a new pc uh, a new computer and if you're trying to decide on which one to pick, then you can buy a really good, decent one, like with an iCore 7 currently in 20, early 2022. Um, and looking at getting that on a laptop would be matching something along the lines of uh, a MacBook Pro, which is a 13 inch that has an M1 sort of processor. Um, but if you're getting further into the year, then obviously um, as you go later into the summer and late 2022, then all of that might just change so i've done a very big and i didn't mean to um talk there i really do hope 
it made sense. I know there was a lot of tech in that. So if you've got any questions or you're not sure, um, or if you did uh, find this useful, I would really love it if you would just go onto Twitter and find me at T and Toast and leave me a comment, share the podcast and tell me you enjoyed it. Find a way to communicate to me either there or by email or by comments and let me know if this is helpful information that I can then do more content that is related to these things. And all of my content is always related to the, the people that attend my workshops, people that listen to my podcasts and all of the community that I have around me of um, listeners and fans. They are the ones that ask for the content. So if you ask, then I will serve. Thank you again for listening. Take care. Uh, until next time, see you soon.